Everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. You know, I, you know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. Well, everybody's got to have a plan. That's the President of the United States. He, uh, he is now an octogenarian. He left the realm of septuagenarian yesterday, and he's uh, now 80 years young. You know, when they start saying 80 years young, that's, as you know, I've got to say, I know 80-year-olds, and I know 90-year-olds that are completely together. I have, I, I mentioned her recently, a woman lives in my building, is 96 years old, a Holocaust survivor, survived the Socialist Workers' Party in Deutschland, and uh, 96 years old, and she is... Um, you know, she's sharper than uh, uh, 40-year-olds that I know, honestly. She's uh, sharp as a tech, as they say, but she really is. Her uh, her brain is sharp as a tech, and she did have some advice for me uh, a while back, though. She said, um, she said, Chris, let me tell you, don't get old. It's not worth it. That's what she said. She said, don't get old. It's not worth it. 96 years old, and... Uh, and sharp as your average 40-year-old, i got to say. Joe Biden, not the case with Joe Biden. Not at all. Not even close. And uh, he did turn 80 yesterday, so uh, happy birthday, Joe. I say, I say happy birthday, Joe. He forgot his hearing aid again. Get your ear horn. I got him an ear horn for his birthday. It's a remarkable thing. The headline from an Associated Press story published by National Panhandler Radio is... Biden, comma, turning 80, comma, faces an age-old question, colon. They love their colons. How old is too old to be president? Wait a minute. Uh, just in the headline, they have the word old three times. I think that's somewhat discriminatory. Biden turning 80 faces an age-old question. How old is too old to be president? I think that's a sliding scale. As uh, he was trying to say there that uh, 70 is the new 50, but he screwed it up. Because his brain doesn't work very well. Everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s. The new 70 is 50. The new 70, no, 70 is the new 50 is what he meant to say. But uh, in his case, it's not. You know, 80 is the same old 80 when it comes to him. <laughs> he should have a T-shirt that says 80, 80 is the same old 80 that it ever was. <laughs> and this Associated Press piece telling us how great Joe Biden is for uh, turning 80. It begins with an attack on Ronald Reagan. They still they still have uh, this thing about Ronald Reagan. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Ronald Reagan was 73 when he was running for office the first time. Joe Biden, you know, they point out that he's the uh, oldest person ever to take the oath of office. Right? When he was uh, sworn in the first time and presumably the last time, the only time uh, that uh, so... He, uh, what's he going to be? He would be 86 if he ran again and won and lived and uh, served a second term. He would be 86. But the thing is, when he was 46, he was not bright. Not bright. Because his brain, she's a no good. That brain of his, she's a no good. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. Than fly. Than fly. Is that like superfly? Is that, what is that? Uh, I don't know what that I don't know what that is. What is then fly? Is that like the movie The Fly? What is it? Then fly. You mean then he? Well, I don't know what that means. 
that he could fly like a bird, like Queen Elizabeth? What is that? <laughs> I don't understand what he's talking about there. Completely nuts. Now, there was a, uh, a terrible crime committed in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and you're going to hear all about it because uh, five were killed at a gay nightclub shooting and 25 were injured. And um, now there were four people murdered in Idaho, young college students. How long ago was that now? Last week. It was uh, now over a week ago. And it was late Saturday night, early Sunday morning uh, a week ago. And the news media just has no interest in that story at all. And the killer is on the loose. The mad killer, like a Charles Manson-style butcher killer, is on the loose. They think he might have used a K-bar knife. They keep talking about a K-bar knife, the old uh, United States Marine Corps knife. I have two of them at home, uh, but I was nowhere near Idaho, just uh, for the record. I do have two K-bar uh, knives at home. One was a gift from a uh, Marine Corps lieutenant colonel who uh, spent some time in the CNN office at the Pentagon many years ago. Spent a week. They, they assigned a Marine Corps lieutenant colonel and an Air Force lieutenant colonel. Both great guys. The Air Force guy's famous, too, but I can't tell you why, because it's a secret. Uh, but And at the end of their spending a week with us, because they were learning about the news media, you know, asymmetric warfare. And, uh, and the Marine Corps lieutenant colonel uh, gifted myself and my uh, then-compatriot, Jamie McIntyre, still friend, Jamie McIntyre, uh, gifted us both K-bar knives, U.S. Marine Corps K-bar knives. And then uh, many years later, uh, U.S. Uh, Army veteran gifted me a K-bar knife as well. So I actually do have two different K-bar knives at home. And they're, uh, they're quite the tool, I'll tell you. They are. But in any case, they think that he used a K-bar knife, the mad killer, assuming it's a man, which is misandry. That's anti-man stuff. Why do you assume it's a man? Uh, but uh, the uh, murder of four people, a horrible murder. And the news media... They couldn't find this story with a miner's helmet and a divining rod. This, this story is of no interest to them whatsoever because they don't go there. And uh, so they don't cover the story. It's uh, the, the uh, uh, nightclub shooting. That's front page again. Front page again. And, uh, of course, the story out of uh, University of Virginia. Front page in the Washington Post again and again and again. But for Caucasian three of them blonde, young women, murdered. It's a mystery. Don't have a suspect. Don't have a person of interest. Uh, don't have a murder weapon. And, and it's a horrible crime scene. It's like, honestly, the Manson gang and Tex Watson, the Tate LaBianca murders. And uh, the news media couldn't be less interested in the story. It's amazing. But there is an LGBTQ nightclub massacre in Colorado Springs, where the Air Force Academy is in Colorado. And um, and that's front page, and it's going to continue to be front page. And the suspect was beat up, uh, thankfully, by patrons there who took his gun away from him and apparently beat him with his gun, too, which is good. It's amazing they didn't shoot him. Shows incredible self-restraint once they took his gun away from him. Um, and the FBI has joined the probe because they love a good probe down at the FBI. Now, this story is all over the place. Nancy Pelosi lays blame on MAGA Republicans after Colorado gay nightclub shooting. The Daily Mail out of the U.K., the United Kingdom, England, uh, because that's what Democrats do. Now, let's uh, look at the crime stats from Chicago over the weekend. 
because that's what Democrats do every weekend in Chicago. Now let's go to Baltimore. Now let's go to Philadelphia. Now let's go to New Orleans. Now let's go to San Francisco and look at what the Democrats do every single weekend, shall we? Let's look at the more than 9,900 African Americans that died of murder last year in the United States of America. That's from Democrat Party rhetoric. See, I just, that's, this is, these are the rules of the game, right? AOC, and, and honestly, you know, take, uh, put this in uh, Hunter Biden's pipe and smoke it. Um, more African Americans died of murder in the United States last year than the United States has had combat KIAs since September 11th, 2001. The wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and other locations around the world where radical Islamic jihadis are butchering people. We have had fewer U.S. military personnel killed in combat since the attacks of September 11th by the troglodytes than there were American, African Americans murdered last year in the United States. And, and um, I think they accused... Um, you know, pickup truck, mega hat wearing people in one of those murders in Georgia. Any questions? That's your Democrat Party. But uh, here it is because a gay nightclub attack, like the Pulse nightclub in Florida. You remember that? And, that, and then it turned out it was an Islamist, a jihadi, who hated gay people because uh, Islam, you know, where they hang gay people from cranes in Iran, which, uh, you know, a number one funding source for Iran is the Obama-Biden administration. And they hang gay people from cranes in public squares while everybody cheers and chants uh, Allahu Akbar. But setting that aside, AOC tells GOP to connect the dots between an anti-LGBT plus campaign, that's how she wrote it, and the deadly shooting at a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs. How about uh, the uh, Democrat Party and the massacre in Idaho? I just, I blame them because these are the rules of the game. But we don't even have a suspect, Chris. There isn't even a person of interest. So what? Uh, What, you got to have some kind of connective tissue, some rational, logical connection before? You got Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the stinking, filthy House, and AOC, who all the news media want to, you know, like uh, spread the monkeypox with, they want to spread the monkeypox with it. I think they, they do kind of a group group monkeypox thing because they learn and she doesn't know where lettuce comes from and uh, garbage disposals to her like space travel. She's uh, as dumb as a rock. But AOC tells GOP to connect the dots. In, in other words, you're responsible. The Los Angeles Times has the story Club Q. That's the name of the club where the people were murdered. Club Q shooting follows years of GOP anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. That's simply not true, but uh, the L.A. Times can say that. I actually blame the L.A. Times for the murders of the people in Idaho. Well, there's why? That's ridiculous. Well, of course it is, but that's these are the standards, right? And, um, and uh, the, the uh, gunman kills five at LGBTQ. Will you guys get the terminology and the abbreviation straight? Will you agree upon... You know, even amongst yourselves, can you? Because there are so many variations. And by the way, L is lesbian, G is gay. Lesbians are gay, so you're already redundant with LG. 
And then B, you know, you're bisexual. I think if you're bisexual, you're gay, right? So it's G, G, G. And then trans, transgender, that's different. That is different. And then Q, I think is queer, but it used to be, because if you have two Qs, it's queer and questioning, right? Then there's A and A. You don't want to know what the first one is. The second one is ally. And, you know, honestly, you guys just, and, and do we really have to be involved? And it's not anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. It's uh, drag shows for kindergarten and training first graders to be transgender. That, that's an issue. And uh, any rational person would, would accept that as an issue. Turns out that the killer here, Anderson Lee Aldrich, uh, was arrested last year for a bomb threat. Seems to have been well known to the Colorado Springs police. Isn't that amazing? And the local news station out there had the story. And uh, for some reason, the news media can't find this. Again, with a miner's helmet and a divining rod. So, uh, bomb threat in Lorison Ranch neighborhood. I went and found the original story from KRDO in Colorado Springs. Friday afternoon around 2 p.m., deputies, the El Paso County Sheriff's Office, responded to reports of a bomb threat on Rubicon Drive in the Lorton Ranch area, excuse me, Lorson Ranch area, just south of Colorado Springs Airport. The suspect, 21-year-old Anderson Lee Aldridge, the same guy, refused to comply with deputies' orders to surrender. It was reported to the Sheriff's Office that he had a homemade bomb multiple weapons and ammunition and he was arrested the tactical support unit that's the SWAT team you know that's what that is the tactical support uh, 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 support unit they showed up the SWAT team and um, regional explosives unit were called in around 10 homes were evacuated in the surrounding area emergency text notification sent out to homes within a quarter mile radius because the bomb you know and this is the guy who attacked the nightclub the regional explosives unit cleared uh, both homes and did not find any explosive devices. Wait, what is this? Uh, that's, that's crazy. And then uh, it gets worse because it turns out the updated story, which you're not going to find most places, um, but we have for you here, the updated story is that uh, they, they have these red flag laws, but the police did not invoke the red flag laws. The courts did not invoke the red flag laws, which would have denied him the ability to have a gun, which he had when he went and murdered these people. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll update you on that, because as the Democrats politicize yet again a horrible crime, um, and we don't know what the motive is, they immediately go to blame their political enemies, who are Americans and, you know, not jihadis or Putin or Xi Jinping with the slavery, or any of that. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? The only catch is that it has to be during extraordinary times. Well, with the economy and the world in the shape we're in, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? I think it's time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. My friends at American Alternative Assets are here to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call today 
to 888-446-5320 to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings today before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888, the number 4, GOLD20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, here we go. The Democrats once again politicizing a horrible tragedy because they think they can use the deaths of innocent people to their political advantage. Because, you know, honestly, they make street prostitutes look honorable. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they have these red flag laws in Colorado. You got a crazy person, and they had a crazy person. A year and a half before he was arrested at the Colorado Springs Gay Nightclub, where he shot and killed five people and wounded dozens more, Anderson Lee Aldridge allegedly threatened his own mother with a homemade bomb, forcing neighbors and surrounding homes to evacuate, while the bomb squad crisis negotiators talked him into surrendering. Yet despite that incident, there is no public record that prosecutors moved forward with felony kidnapping and menacing charges against Aldridge. The neighborhood was evacuated. Or that police or relatives tried to trigger Colorado's red flag law that would have allowed authorities to seize the weapons and ammo that the man's mother said he had with him. Gun control advocates say Aldridge's June 2021 threat is an example of red flag law ignored with potentially deadly consequences. I think you can scratch the word potentially. While it's not clear the law would have prevented Saturday night's massacre, such gun seizures can be in effect for 14 days or extended by judges in six-month increments. Uh, But the, you know, Democrats just want to blame Republicans because it's the kind of neighbors they are. This is the Chris Plant Show. I'm just going to go ahead and say that the uh, 22-year-old that murdered these people in Colorado is uh, Joe Biden supporting Bernie Sanders' Democrat. Well, what is that based on? That's not based on anything, except that, you know, they're usually the people that kill people. But what is it based on when the Speaker of the House blames Republicans, all Republicans, for a mass murder at a gay nightclub? Um, well, it's uh, it's just a vicious, awful gang of filthy, rotten people. Maybe you should go home and put an ice pack on your husband's head. What do you think? And ask why that weird nudist activist was in your house at 2 o'clock in the morning and And uh, what's the latest update on the fake news reporting on that? NBC News reported that they're talking to the people who who saw the body cam video and uh, that Paul Pelosi answered the door like it's no big deal and went wandering in and uh, no declaration of an emergency and they haven't released the 911 call. 
and they haven't released the body cam video, and they haven't released security video from inside the house. Maybe you should go home and tend to that, Nancy. What do you think? Now that you've lost the house, loser. But Nancy Pelosi lays blame on MAGA Republicans after Colorado gay nightclub shooting. That's the speaker of that, the highest levels of the Democrat Party. This is the rhetoric. This is what they consider to be normal, healthy politics. So, you know, and then they kill 40% of black babies in the womb and harvest their organs because they want more perking. Am I right? Isn't that amazing? Points finger at Republicans for, she says, undermining the safety, that's it, of trans people. What do trans people have to do with it? What are you talking about? Uh, you're, you're brain damaged. After gunman, 22 years old, well, who raised this 22-year-old? Well, oh, the mother that he uh, threatened to blow up with a bomb just last year. But he wasn't really charged with anything serious, and it was kind of no big deal. And they didn't invoke the red flag laws just because he took his mother hostage and threatened to blow her up with a bomb. They had to evacuate the neighborhood. That smells like Democrat, doesn't it? That's got Democrat written all over it. I, you know, I, I would, if I were a local news reporter, you, you got to go, uh, like the guy that uh, was in Pelosi's house, you go look at his bumper stickers. Anti-capitalists, right? They tried to paint him as a MAGA person too, right? Because that's what the filthy, rotten, criminal, Democrat mass murderers do all the time. See, this is how the rhetoric works. Because they're Hitler. See, see this, is the, this is the thing. This is... And this is how it goes. And they, they begin this, uh, they take us down this rhetorical path. And then if you respond in kind, and Joe Biden doesn't know what in kind means, but if you respond in kind, then, you know, you're the bad guy because you've responded in kind. So um, police have not confirmed it's a hate crime. No, I can, I can confirm it's not a love crime. This whole hate crime concept is completely ridiculous. He murdered five people and, and wounded 25 more. It was a hate crime. Huh? The three uh, UVA uh, football players killed on a bus, that was a hate crime. Because, you know, he murdered people. That's not love. But this hate crime thing, it's about words. It's about thought crimes and speech crimes and stuff, right? So no motive has been determined, but that hasn't stopped the uh, Democrats at the highest levels of their ranks. She said, MAGA Republicans are cruelly undermining the safety and well-being of our transgender community. This was not an attack on the transgender community. It was your run-of-the-mill gay bar in Colorado Springs, Colorado. But Democrats, this is what Democrats do. AOC who is confused by the sun coming up every day, tells the GOP to connect the dots between an LGBT, an anti-LGBT campaign. I, I got to tell you, you know, this is, and this is the normal rhetoric of the Democrat Party elected officials. And you, you see it also on MSDNC and CNN and, and elsewhere. And, and, uh, and with that said, but this is, it's just the filth that these people are, and you wonder why our political discourse is so ugly. And why, uh, remember when from the uh, White House briefing room under Obama, the press spokesman told the press and the American people to take your politics 
to the Thanksgiving dinner table and your Uncle Joe, who's, you know, uh, he's so dumb because he watches Fox News, right? And you should take your politics to the dinner table. Um, it destroyed more Thanksgiving dinners and Easter's and Christmases and Seder's and everything else because the Democrats want everyone to be in a fight. And this is part of them wanting to be divisive and, and uh, pitting us against one another as a nation of people, dividing us, polarizing us, and making stuff up just out of thin air to demonize the other guy while you guys are looting and burning and sacking and plundering and killing and throwing people in front of subway trains and beating old Asian women over the head. And it's all you. It's all you. But, uh, but never mind that. All right. Um, just amazing. But that's, uh, and the L.A. Times with their thoughtful piece. Club Q shooting follows years of GOP anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. You know, that, that's uh, just completely outrageous and unjournalistic, but, but what is journalism, really, honestly? And I would say, uh, I would point to the anti-police rhetoric that has led to so many police shootings and suicide attacks against police, mass murder, suicide attack against police at a Black Lives Matter rally in Dallas, mass murder of police, suicide attack, Baton Rouge, suicide attack against U.S. Capitol Police officer just last year, Officer William Evans, Billy Evans, was murdered by a black racist Democrat radical who was whipped into an anti-police frenzy by the Democrat Party. Uh, The attempted mass assassination of Republican members of Congress comes from this kind of rhetoric from Nancy Pelosi and AOC, that all Republicans are responsible for this when there's simply no reason to say that. Uh, Chuck Schumer threatening Supreme Court justices. You will reap the whirlwind, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. You will pay the price on the steps of the Supreme Court. Then an armed assassin with tie wraps shows up outside Brett Kavanaugh's home. And somehow that's all uh, washed away like the bloodstains in Hunter Biden's bed. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. And they all cheer. All the lunatics cheer and say woo for some inexplicable reason. But that's your Democrat Party. And then, you know, the actual would-be assassin who wanted to murder three Supreme Court justices. And the news media knows that one just goes away in a day, too. Right? That's, just, that's just a non-story. Their boy, James Hodgkinson, that showed up and uh, shot Congressman Steve Scalise and tried to murder a baseball field full. That's because of their rhetoric. And, you know, the Southern Poverty Law Center has more ties to terrorist attacks than, than any conservative group uh, and ever will. And you guys are the party of the, the SDS and the Weather Underground and the Symbionese Liberation Army and the kidnappings and the cop killing and the Brinks robberies. And, the you know, that's, that's your party, the riots and the looting and the arson. But, um, you know, pay no attention to that. Retired police captain David Dorn, his murder was live-streamed on Al Gore's Amazing Internet. Kevin Nishida, murdered by uh, rioters in uh, the Bay Area, former police officer working as security for a news crew. And that's uh, all because of the Democrat Party. And, and you know, they, they wish they could find something to hang on Republicans. They keep wishing. The FBI director, too. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs is still looking for his white rage. 
Should check his underwear drawer. It might have been lost in the back. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. We have uh, we have a lot more of this Democrat madness coming up too. Let's go to uh, Rhett calling from Columbia, Maryland. Rhett, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Rhett. I got a little story for you about uh, you was talking about Michael Bestloff here a little bit ago. Yes. Well, I work at one of those. Um, they call it a news station, I guess. But uh, I, I usually have a good time there. I make a joke a day, like, um, did did you see Sleepy Joe fell asleep on his bicycle the other day? Or asked the New York Times guy if they found another girl that doesn't remember being raped by Kavanaugh. But um, <laughs> Michael Basloff, I usually don't mess around with him because he's very, very serious. But uh, one day he brought his his son in with a friend and they were visiting from college in Connecticut. And, um, so I put him in the chair, put the mic on and, uh, went to operate the robo and his son was in there with me. And, uh, I said, so what are they teaching you in that college that you're a racist? And he goes, dude, he said, man, my teacher shouted me down in class in front of everybody and told me I was a racist. And if I didn't believe that, then I was even more of a racist. So, I, I think when he's talking about they're going to kill the children, the Republicans, I mean, I think they would rather kill him for being um, white in that college for being a racist. Well, that's uh, and I'm sure it's a uh, you know, he's uh, Michael Beschloss, uh lives off of his parents and his grandparents money. He's very wealthy, of course, and and uh, all of the, the best of everything throughout his life. And I'm sure his son is attending an Ivy League institution. I'm just guessing. Uh, yeah, and I would say to him every once in a while when he come in, I'd say, "Is your son still a racist, or how's your racist son?" <laughs> Boy, he does not like that. Is that right? He he doesn't have much of a sense of humor. I find that hard to believe. I uh, he was <laughs> he was at CNN when I was at CNN. Uh, he was uh, their regular presidential historian and a well-known Democrat fluffer. And that's you know that's fine. He's a presidential historian, whatever. He writes. Um, you know, it takes years to write books of, that, are, that are adoring. He loves Joe Biden. He said, uh, didn't he say Barack Obama was uh, an almost godlike uh, figure that, you know, since you reminded us of it, uh, Rhett, the, um, it's uh, Rhett Butler, like Rhett Butler. Uh, let, let's, I want to play this because this is, I'm nominating this for one of the possible sound bites of the year. Definitely one of the sound bites of the year. It might become the, the sound bite of the year. Uh, by the way, the media is after the Supreme Court again. Now they're after Sam Alito because they're a danger to our democracy, as the New York Times found, along with Siena College. But here's Michael Beschloss. I want to, I, 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 honestly, we've got a couple open lines here, Michael Beschloss. Give us a call at 888-630-9625. And I'll tell you what, Rhett, if you see Beschloss, tell him that I'd like him to call into my show. Can you tell him I'd like him to call into my show? Because I've got some questions for him. Yes, sir. That'd be great. Now, listen, here's what Michael Beschloss said uh, about a week, a week and a half before uh, what we laughingly call Election Day. A historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which, which I'm not certain of. But if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. That's right. It could be a week away. 
and our children are going to be arrested and killed, potentially. And it's not a guarantee. Uh, but I want to talk to the uh, esteemed presidential historian with his uh, Ivy League roots and uh, ask him uh, how right he was about that. Because there won't be historians, there won't be a free press. Uh, Michael Piercy suggested this morning there might not even be paper, you know. And I said, you mean newspapers? He said, no, paper. Paper itself might not, because the Republicans won in 2022 control of the Congress. So there'll be no paper, there'll be no press. Your children will be arrested and killed. uh, And there will be an authoritarian hell, which the left has uh, visited upon humanity again and again in the last 100 years. Uh, But that, I mean, that is so unhinged. That is so disturbed that he should... Really, his son, the racist, should probably call the people in the white coats again and uh, somebody should chase him down the street with a net and grab him and put him in a vehicle and take him somewhere for his own good, for his own safety. He should be sitting in a white room like Anthony Perkins at the end of Psycho uh, following a fly on the wall because that is completely nuts. Now, he also, because this is the kind of historian he is, uh, soundbat number 34, Michael Beschloss was telling us he's a, he's a presidential historian. They pay him to be on television and all this stuff. Now, we all know the name Cassidy Hutchinson. Cassidy Hutchinson, right? It's a Jeopardy question every day. Um, nobody remembers the name Cassidy Hutchinson in reality. Cassidy Jacqueline Hutchinson was uh, born in 1996. She's uh, in the Trump administration. She was an assistant to President Trump's White House House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. And then she testified before the January 6th, January 6th committee. And uh, apparently Michael Beschloss thinks that her testimony changed the trajectory of human history. This is an historic day. Our descendants are going to ask us what we know about Cassidy Hutchinson. No, That's not. a name that they will know. No, it's they're not. going to ask it, uh, us what this was like to watch this and to listen to this because this is a day that is going to loom very large in American history. And, 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 I mean, this guy, to call him a historian, you know, there's a homeless guy living in my neighborhood. He was screaming and yelling uh, about John F. Kennedy the other day. I think he might be an equally qualified and esteemed presidential historian. Um, then he fell down and uh, seemed to go to sleep right away. Pretty amazing stuff. You know, the holidays are here. Am I right? This is Thanksgiving week, and you can achieve gift-giving greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, mm, my best girl and I had the flays the other night. We had a crab cake we got at our favorite market, and uh, our Omaha Steak Petite Filets, delicious, and potatoes, too. The steak experts at Omaha Steak have, Omaha Steaks have put together a special curated gift package to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you the holiday gift-giving hero. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com. You use my, my last name, Planty, at checkout, and you save $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress. You know, butcher's cut filet mignon, mm, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash, and Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So uh, shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code PLANT at checkout 
Visit omahasteaks.com. Use plant at checkout. Save $30. $30 off your order because you hang with me. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, yeah. Those crazy, rascally Democrats. Then we'll find out that this guy in Colorado, you got to go check the bumper stickers on his Subaru, you know? And I'm just going to take a wild stab here. He's got uh, Biden and uh, AOC stickers on his car. And then the news media will say, you know, Emily Latella style, uh, never mind. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Uh, also, yeah, the Supreme Court being targeted by pro-death uh, Democrats and a New York Times piece blaming Sam Alito, Justice Alito, for the leak that the Supreme Court still hasn't solved. I think now might be time to out the Ivy League girl that uh, that leaked this uh, with her rich and powerful parents that got her the job clerking there. Let's uh, go to Joe calling from Connecticut. Joseph, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm great, Joe. What do you say? Well, you know, I want to just comment a little bit on that Michael Betchelos uh, tirade. Yeah. Um, I think the problem we have here is that we don't all understand the language of the left. They think up is down. They think right is wrong. Okay, They think that their definition of democracy is really globalism, Marxism, communism. So when you understand what where they're coming from, Betchelov is actually saying the truth. They were on the verge of potentially losing all of their tyrannical ideas that they wanted uh, they want to still implement. And frankly, you're not going to hear from them because they got it. They got what they wanted. Yeah, well, they're getting there. They're certainly making a great deal of headway. And you know, the United States of America—that's the head they want on a pike. And uh, they are making headway. Yeah, democracy ended because they lost. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.